0: You're listening to The Wrong Station Pledge Drive. The Wrong Station is only possible with supportive listeners like you. Become a subscriber today by visiting patreon.com slash thewrongstation. You'll receive access to bonus episodes, behind-the-scenes discussions, our new book club, and so much more. Today, The Wrong Station is proud to present Skull by Alexander Saxton. Jenna found the first skull in her bedroom. It was tucked into her bookcase, sitting on top of her mom's old Enid Blyton paperbacks, the dark eyes facing out at her and wearing a crazed little grin. It was a chocolate skull, wrapped in silver foil and about the size of a gumball, with the cartoonish eye sockets and teeth and cranial split all stamped on in black. She yelped in spite of herself. She was almost ten now and wasn't supposed to get scared by stupid stuff like that. So she glared at the skull for a moment, to teach it a lesson, and snatched it up and stormed down the hall to Dustin's room. Hey. Hey, what? Dusty didn't even look up from his game. Hey, I found your stupid little skull that you left in my room. Skull? That piqued his interest. He glanced over, but when she didn't turn out to be holding a real, live, full-size human skull, and only a little chocolate or something... He shrugged and bent back to his switch. ''Oh, it's just one of those. I I don't know, they're all over the house. Well, at least I found one in my room, too.'' "Uh ''Uh-uh,'' said Jenna. ''You're not getting off that easy. I know you put this in my room. You always do stuff like this around Halloween.'' He stuck out his tongue. When I was a kid, maybe. But I'm over that now. ''Besides, giving your sister free chocolate? That's a stupid prank. You put it in my room because you thought it would freak me out because you know I don't like Halloween.'' He shrugged. It was common knowledge Jenna didn't like Halloween. Her favorite holiday was Easter. She liked pastel colors, the scent of new grass, the promise of life. All the death stuff around Halloween made her feel weird. And quietly hunting for eggs on her own was much more her style than going to talk to a bunch of strangers for candy. Look, I didn't say it wouldn't work, Dustin said. Just that I'm past that kind of stuff. Well, it didn't work. "'Jenna shot out her chin at him. "'And I'm telling Mom and Dad. "'Go ahead!' Dustin shouted after her. "'It probably was Mom and Dad, "'probably trying to get you to be less dumb about Halloween for once.' "'But she was already down the hall, "'sniffing with anger, her jaw clenched. "'Everywhere she looked, she saw the wink of silver foil, "'the laughing, hollow stare of little, shiny skulls smiling back at her, "'from bookcases, radiator covers, and the little shelves on the coat rack.' From the sideboard in the dining room and from a perch down to the corner of the floorboards and sparkling from between the leaves of her mom's plants in the kitchen and on and on and on everywhere she looked, Death was smiling back at her. Mom? Dad? No answer. She huffed inwardly as she realized, Dustin was probably right. This was exactly the kind of stupid little game her parents would plan to try and get her to like Halloween. Mom and Dad and Dustin, all three of them with their shared love of scary movies and ugly decorations, grinning like those little candy skulls each time October came around. But what? Was she that easy to fool? You just do some knock-off of the Easter thing Jenna likes, and then she'll just go along with whatever? As if. The whole point, listen, the whole point of what made the Easter egg hunt fun was that you got the surprise and delight of finding new life everywhere. "'I mean, chocolate. Sure, everybody loves chocolate. "'But that wasn't the point. "'The point was to look around the world and see life looking back at you. "'It made you feel good. "'It made you feel hopeful. "'But whoever was hiding these skulls everywhere didn't get that. "'They didn't realize that this, this was the opposite. "'In fact, she realized, as her throat tightened, "'she was actually getting really upset about this.' Like, actually upset, the more she thought about it, and the more she saw little silver skulls winking from between the bottoms of the banisters, and the more she shouted for Mom and Dad, and the more they didn't respond. Why were people always trying to get her to like Halloween? What was so fun about death? The front door was ajar, and she stormed out into the street, finding a cold, cloudy day waiting for her, with an unpleasant wind lashing the trees. Mom? Dad? Still nothing. Just more little silver skulls hidden for her to find in the shrubs. She stepped up onto the front lawn and looked up and down the street. No sign. Where were they? And because she was cold and suddenly more worried than angry, and wanted comfort as a result, she unwrapped that little silver skull which she still had clenched in her hand. She popped it into her mouth before she realized. It wasn't until her tongue filled up with a musty flavor and her teeth crunched down on something brittle and she was bent over, coughing up little pale shards with her eyes watering and the horror kicking in her chest that she put it all together and understood that it wasn't white chocolate she'd just put into her mouth, but a tiny, real skull. And before she could wrap her mind around the implications of that, she heard a rustle in the bushes behind her. The sound was too close, and she whirled around with her hands drawn back to her chest, freezing like an animal. And what she saw, facing away from her, and just standing up after placing a silver skull in the Iwanamish shrub out front the family house, was a bunny. Not like a rabbit, but like the Easter Bunny like a grown man in a pinkish-bluish Easter Bunny costume, lightly soiled and with the fur slightly matted by old filth. And as she stared in incomprehension, the figure turned to look at her. His appearance defied some description. Imagine, for a moment, a grown, 230-pound man in a rabbit costume, Now, imagine some huge and incredibly sharp blade has descended on him, cleanly slicing off the front of his skull so that his sinuses weep red and the shaved orbs of his eyes spin wildly in their sockets, and you can see the whole front of his insides, too. Now, imagine there had been no blade at all, and that this was just how he was supposed to look. The bunny took one lurching step out of the bushes. He looked at her and raised his huge, dirty hands with their cracked fingernails and said... And after all that, if you can believe it, Jenna still didn't care for Halloween.